Hi, I'm Coach Landry, and today's topic is nine signs of an unhealthy relationship. Now, regardless of how much you love you may have and how many good memories you may be making with somebody, abusive and unhealthy relationships always have the potential to escalate into uh, loneliness and emptiness. So even if they don't at this current time, the mental and emotional toll they take can, can just ruin your life. Now, this doesn't say that you can't work things out with these type of people. What this is saying is that if you're with somebody that love is not enough, that they also must be compatible with the core of who you are. And go back and watch some of my other videos that cover some of these topics, like signs of personalities and key factors to successful relationships. Go back and watch these videos if you haven't that are on my, on my channel, and it'll, it'll kind of tune you into what I'm talking about. But it's never worth it. Uh, to stay in relationships like I'm going to describe because per personally you deserve better as a human being and number two you should always be with someone who's interested in resolve okay key word there if you're not with somebody who's interested in resolve and they're, they're just interested in talking to you and making you feel guilty even though you're loyal to them and they're constantly just making you feel guilty for who you are then you're in an unhealthy relationship because you're not able to be yourself and not feel guilty you're not able to express your feelings and not feel guilty now, I'm the type that when I'm in a relationship, I'm open to anything anybody has to talk about at any time. But what I'm not open to is being talked to in a certain kind of way. And so what, what that means is it's very important when you're with somebody that the way you talk and the way in which you go about things with each other is actually effective. If it's not, you need to solve that. And if you can't solve it, you're in an unhealthy relationship. Because at some point, if you can't solve fundamentals to a relationship, then it's time to move on. So the nine factors that I'm going to go through, or nine keys, or nine principles, whatever you want to call them, I call them signs, are number one being controlling you with kindness. Believe it or not, not every controlling partner does so with violence or fear or anger. Some are sly. They're manipulators. They seek out your weakness, whether it's low self-esteem or loneliness, and they use that to keep you under their thumbs. They build you up. When you're with them, they make you feel like you have the best time in the world, but when you're not with them, they're constantly making you feel guilty. And constantly pushing you off like, oh, you'll be like, hey, do you want to get together this weekend? And let's say you had some small fight and like, no, that's okay. They'll just, they'll just keep you to the side. But then when they're with you, they treat you like gold. So you're like, I don't get it. When I'm with them, I'm like gold. When I'm not with them, I'm treated like I'm, I'm a second priority. They build, you, they build you up to make themselves the hero and the go-to person only to use the power of pushing you away later. Number two would be blaming you for your feelings. Every time you're upset, it is because you're exaggerating or you're, you expect too much or you're too sensitive. And when you need some of their support, you're always handing out or you're clingy or needy. When things go wrong in your life, it's something that you need and you need to get over it. Now, it's not that there aren't certain times in any relationship that there aren't times that you should get over it, that you are going too far with very small subjects and not choosing your battles wisely. But if you're hearing this on a general basis then you're either incompatible or you're in an unhealthy relationship. And go back and watch some of my, my videos to find out what you may fall into. Because loving partners let you have your own feelings. And like I said in one of my past videos, just because you have a feeling doesn't mean you get to treat somebody however you feel that you want to. You're allowed to express how you feel and you're allowed to have them, but you're not allowed to treat people. But... Anybody who loves you is always going to want to know what you're feeling and what you're thinking about and be open to communication. If you're with somebody who um, only likes to text 
when in a fight, um, that usually means they're trying to manipulate and control the way the conversation's happening. Um, if you have somebody who's constantly scolding you and making you feel guilty, even though you're loyal to them, that typically means that they're insecure and that they're unsure about their own feelings about your relationship and you, and they're portraying that onto they're portraying that onto you. Number three, needing you constantly. Your partner is just so wounded that they really need you to coddle them on a constant basis. If you ever left, what, what would they do? Are, do they act suicidal? They might feel like love, but it's really control. You know, bad things happen in life. There's no one that can avoid that. But you're not responsible for someone else's total emotional well-being. And you're also not their hostage. People, before they get in relationships, have to have themselves somewhere mentally taken care of. It's only new situations that pop up. Um, or ones that they're open about that you should be supportive of. You should not be being blindsided on a constant basis by people. That's a, that's a form of control to try to get you to, to basically um, be at their ever becking call. And drama is a way some people do that. If you're with someone dramatic and constantly in need of you, have one to two conversations about adjusting that. And if it doesn't adjust after those conversations, you're in an unhealthy relationship and you need to move on. Number four. Uh, the number four sign is creating different standards. You know, there's an unspoken agreement that you're always around or that you always come straight home after work or school. If there is, is there also an unspoken agreement that your partner will be there as well? Or have you all had an agreement on understanding each other's schedules different? But if you haven't had that, um, then it makes you say, is she or he is gone? Is it cool? Is it something you're okay with? If you're gone, does it mean a million questions when you get home, but when they get home, they have no questions they have to answer? A good relationship has already had that, that worked out to where if they come home, neither one of you are giving each other a hard time. But the ones that are coming home and then the others haven't answered 20 questions, nobody wants to go out and be in life without the person and come home and clock right back into a job. And if you feel like your relationship when you get home is another job or you feel like when you get in fights, that they drain you dry, they make you exhausted, they're driving you crazy every time you get in a fight because of the way they handle it, you're in an unhealthy relationship. Number five, slowly trying to change you. This one's, you know, very personal for a lot of people. One day, you know, I was, I was told by one of my clients they were packing up their stuff after things ended badly and then they realized that all their pink nail polish and pink purses were tucked away in a box and they had been... Um, been, just been put away and the the woman had never asked you know her to do anything but her manipulation was just that good that if you wake up one day and you realize you're not doing what you love or seeing your friends or wearing what you like that's a problem what she realized is god i was putting things away because i was not going to wear those things because of the uncomfortability that it kept giving my partner and she felt like she lost part of herself during that a really skilled manipulator will make you think it's what you want and it's what's best for you and remember, that's all about power and control. Now, what's important about when we talk about manipulation is that you separate manipulation from healthy uh, contributions. If you're a smoker and your partner is trying to get you to quit smoking, that's a healthy vice for them to be attending to. Okay, They're not saying, hey, uh, when you wear white, I, I'm not really a big fan of white. Um, I think you look better in other colors. Don't wear white anymore. Well, if you enjoy wearing white, then they just kind of, what they did is they just kind of molded you a little bit to do what they like now look we all want to do what our partners like we all want to be attracted to them we all want to do things that make them happy so we certainly understand how that can be part of it but at the same time you want to make sure that you don't do too much of that 
Number six, having really, really bad relationships with all their exes and former friends. Some people don't have good relationships with their exes. Some do. That's all fine and normal. But when every single person in your partner's past hates them or issues you warnings about them, or you notice that anytime they leave a job, it's some dramatic exit with their boss and it's constant drama, 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 drama. Stay away from people like that. Because chances are that those people are telling the truth if you hear, hear it from more than a couple. Look for patterns and listen carefully. And I'm going to do a segment on patterns versus mistakes with people. So keep that in mind. Number seven, disregarding your goals. This is a big one, especially for people who are ambitious who run into people who aren't. This one's pretty hard to spot sometimes because it sounds like someone you care about giving you good advice. But if every time you try to make strides towards your goals or take big chances, your partner says something like, I don't know. I don't really see you doing that. I don't think that. Or wouldn't you be happier doing X, Y, and Z instead? It could be more about control than advice. Sure, you want your person to give you honest opinions, but at the end of the day, people in healthy relationships support each other even when they know they're taking risk uh, and they also strive for balance. All right? Tons of anger that's not always directed towards you. If a person you know, flies off the handle a lot, has a really short temper, even if they're never mad at you, it should raise a red flag because in most cases, it's only a matter of time before they are mad at you and unchecked anger can bleed in and make it twice as intense because of anger towards other things that now are funneling towards you. Unchecked anger can just have bad consequences. And I highly recommend avoiding people like that. Let them get themselves together um, before dating them. And the final one I would say is holding your heart hostage. And this is people who feel guilty naturally and are dating someone who knows how to take complete advantage of that. And at the heart of themselves, they're not really interested in resolving things with you. They're interested in keeping you around for sex, casual sex, doing activities together. But as far as actually having a relationship and having to be a committed, they don't want to do that. Now, commitment comes in many forms. Remember, commitment is not always a label. Sometimes commitment is, you know I love you. I know that we love each other and we spend every weekend together. However, some people, you can tell when they're manipulative about that situation is because when you decide to spend a week with them, all of a sudden they're like, no, we got in a fight or I don't know, I want to think about things. You know, and they just, they know they can do that and they treat you like that. And if you're an attractive, strong woman or man, you know, that's why they're threatened and they control you. You know, I had a client I talked to this about recently. Um, she She's with a man who, uh, when they're together, they're fantastic. When they're apart, he's very insecure. He constantly barrages her with, you know, texts of feeling threatened and thinking she must be doing something wrong and things like that. Get rid of people like that. They don't change. It only gets worse, especially when you get into marriage. Because what they deem as being protective is just another version of him or her being insecure and controlling. People that do that are self-loathers. Typically, they will do this through sending you long texts, making you feel guilty one after another. So they can control the conversation. And then when you have something to say, they just keep talking as if they didn't read it, making you feel bad and unsure about your feelings. And even though it's them that's in, that's unsure, those types make great activity people to do things with. It makes you feel stable when you do things with them because you're like, oh, we're having a good time. We must be compatible. Those are called activity relationships. Activity relationships are people who meet who aren't actually compatible but do things together so they feel compatible. But once you have to sit down and talk about your relationship and actually get into your feelings, they just shun you off and they shut it down and they have no interest and they let you know that yet you keep coming back so they know they can manipulate you. Remember, you teach people how to treat you. 
So if you're going to have good time, you're going to have good times with people like that, but it will always get back to how they treat you when things are down or you need to talk about your feelings. So loyalty makes you tolerate people who don't deserve you. So active relationships also leave you unfulfilled and lonely and you're better than that. So you need, you need to recognize when that's happening. You know, love doesn't make a healthy relationship. Love is not all you need. Love will not always lift you up uh, where you belong, as the song says. But sometimes love will keep you in a place that's not good for you, too. The wrong person will know how to play your heartstrings so that you don't want to live without them or you can't live without them. And there's a difference between someone who genuinely is frustrated with you and that's why they're they're pulling back or they or something traumatic has happened in your relationship and they're trying to recover from it. If those people are still around, especially if you've done something traumatic to them and they're still trying with you, that's genuine love. If they've loved you when you've been heavy and then gotten worked out and gotten in shape, if they've loved you when you've been nasty to them and they're still there to love you, those are genuine people who love you. But if they're people who are there during the good times, but when you need to talk or things are bad, they just they just say, oh, well, not this weekend. I'm going to go do something else. And all of a sudden they got new plans or and, and things like that. Or when you want to talk about things, you know, they tell you, you know, I don't want to talk about that you know, ever, you know, there are people out there like that that will just completely shut you down like a faucet, turn it off. The wrong, the wrong person will know how to play your heartstrings so that you don't want to live without them. Like I said, so finally, I mean, whether you're in a relationship that has any signs of it, you know, these kind of things or not, just remember you deserve to be happy. I mean, more days than sad. And that's the way you should look at it. And it's better to be single than to be hurt. So, you know, ask for help from friends and, and information and come to my videos and feel free um, to reach out to me if you have any kind of questions on this, because I don't, I don't like seeing people in these situations. And if there's anything I can do to help you get out of it, um, or at least recognize if you're in one, I'm going to do that. So if, if you'd like to book a personal session, contact me via the email below. And if you found this information uh, helpful, show your appreciation by clicking the PayPal donation link uh, below also. And I will talk to you soon.